On today's podcast, Indigenous, we have Kevin House, Vancouver-based reissue producer, Canadian music culture historian, vinyl archivist, DJ under the name of Cipriano, blogger and journalist. As he says, music is my life and my goal is to document, preserve and champion marginalized yet still pertinent vintage music with people around the world. Hi, hello. Hello, Kevin. Hi, bonjour. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. We're uh, we're having a studio day here today. We're working on some some upcoming releases. Oh, wow. So, I'm doing good. So, How about you? Yeah, uh, me. I'm well. I'm sitting right here in uh, NDG. I, I I don't know if you know Montreal area, but NDG. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. With Josh Toll, who's doing sound, but he's my amazing musician who's been on the road uh, playing Wolves Don't Live by the Rules with me for mm -hmm. the last two and a half years. So we're just sitting in his little balcony outside in front of this um, uh, maple tree. And yeah. Yeah, it's an honor to speak with you, Alyssa P. And uh, uh, music has become my life, so working in and with music and as an artist myself. And uh, I've been able to connect like with yourself and so many incredible musicians in my travels. And it's such, it's such an honor. With, with some of the recordings that I'd find in my travels, there, there wouldn't be any information online about these artists. Or I'd go to, I'd go to the library and, and pick up books looking to the history of music to to find out information about these great recordings and I, and I wasn't able to and yes and, and you mentioned as well that I've that I've uh, self-described DJ or uh, you know I just play records and music that that I love it just goes on and on but these are all great ways to share there's so, everyone has ways to share music today yeah. and they're all valid and all important so this is just sort of how I've done it over the years collaborating with a record label and DJing and writing we put it all together and That's sort of what I'm, I'll be taking all of that experience and knowledge into my initiative uh, is a voluntary in nature, which will be a collaborative thing. I'm calling it an outlet for sharing. I'm at the, the Sweet Sounds Mastering Studio in East Vancouver right now on unceded Coast Salish territories. And we are um, working on a few upcoming projects, including one by, I know, a, fa a favorite of yours, Elizabeth Willie Thrasher. Mm -hmm. uh, who you've, you know, got to know over the years. And, and I guess when we first met, it was, it was, uh, I was really excited to hear that, that you, you grew up with listening to the music. Oh uh, goodness, some of the music yeah. featured on Native North America, including Willie Thrasher and, and Sugluck or some of your relations as well. And my uncles, uh, <laughs> yeah, George, right? Yeah. George, and Sandy, who's the drummer and the bass player, my Angusir, I'm his maker because traditionally, uh, as I was mentioning in my other podcast, um, Inuit naming, uh, is very important because we kind of pick up uh, a name and we become the person who had died. So I was named after mm. his uh, traditional. Uh, godmother who cut his umbilical cord. So Mark Katulik is my um, my Angusier. It means the one I made, even though he's like 25 years older than me. So he wow. calls me Angnahotir, um, the ones that that made me. So it's we have a very very strong relationship because I always tell him, you know, Mark, my he's my big cousin. 
And I always tell mm. him, you know, I made you, you know, I made you to be a great musician. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very, you know, you know, Mark, you've met him, I think, right? The bass <laughs> player spoken. from Sagla. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so, Kevin, I think I should maybe start by talking about this very special album because I remember calling you and I was so intimidated because I was like, here's oh. this guy, this, you know, white dude in Vancouver that I want to call because he did something pretty amazing. He did a compilation uh, called Native North America Compilation Aboriginal Folk, Rock and Country, 1966-1985. That was actually nominated at the Grammys too. So it's pretty amazing because in there, there are songs that I, I learned, uh, artists that I learned to know um, through this very beautiful compilation i have the vinyl it's pretty amazing also the work that was done to create this beautiful you know artwork uh, music uh includes uh, my uncle's band sagluck um and of course willie dunn willie mitchell a lot of willies willie thrasher um yeah so tell me a little bit about this amazing compilation what was the what was the theme i guess did you have a theme well we have to probably in the sort of narrative of this story this journey we have to go back to like the mid 1990s on the west coast and i had a mentor very important person in my life that he was an older gentleman he's passed on now his name was ty scammell and he was an, an old sort of original hippie from the the 60s he was a non-native fellow sort of settler immigrant heritage and mm. I guess in the 1980s he started selling used vinyl records and 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 over the years developed a you call it like an encyclopedic knowledge of of music and history and politics and wow. people he was really astute person and he he had an he was very open as well and and open to share his knowledge with younger people like myself that would go and go to his little flea market stall and buy vinyl he mm. was just a just a fountain of information and and yeah. such an open person so over the years we developed a friendship and i'd and i'd go to his house and because he i heard that he had even more records so when you get the vinyl bug you want to keep finding more records it's part of the journey and, and i was doing djing at the time and yeah. ty got me directed me perhaps looking for regional music across canada and the, the Willie Dunn album was a very, his second album on a label from Montreal called Kotai. Mm. That was a very influential album for me. I'd call it like a catalyst when mm -hmm. I listened to it. When I listened to it, it actually had beautiful artwork, which is what made me want to, yeah. to listen to it. I see the beautiful artwork on the vinyl sleeve and I get curious, like what, what's, what's the music sound like? And then I'll listen to it. I'll go to a record store and put out, pull out a stack of vinyl records and just start listening to them one by one. And the things that touch my soul, you know, those are some of the things that I take home purchase. And, and the Willie Dunn album was like that. It was recorded in, in Montreal by uh, a famous producer named Andre Perry, mm. who recorded the John and Yoko Give Peace a Chance <gasps> in, the, in the hotel downtown in Montreal. Really? Okay. Back in, I think, 1970 or so. Wow. But Willie Dunn recorded with this Andre Perry producer, made an incredible album and and I found it probably in the mid to late nineteen nineties. But yeah. when it when it um 
when I listened to the song The Ballad of Crowfoot, mm. oh it, uh, it took me back to my high school days because I had been shown in, in English class Willie's film from 1968 called The Ballad of Crowfoot oh, really? for, wow. for the, uh, the National Film Board of Canada. And you remember so, it. And I put the link together and you, you start when you're looking into music from the past, you especially it's music that I didn't hear growing up on on much music on the TV or on the radio. Um, but back then we really had to we had to go out and seek the music. We had to go to record stores. We had to connect with people yes. like Ty. Uh, I started looking around Vancouver and then and I actually started hitting the road and, and driving to different regions and looking to go to go to record stores and, and sales, thrift stores and and say Ty got me into looking for this regional music and can and specifically like wow. Canadian music, but stuff that didn't hit the charts, like mm-hmm. not the get not the guess who, not Anne Marie, not like Gordon Light. Oh, I love Anne Marie. <laughs> these are so like and you know, Leonard Cohen, Joni yeah. Mitchell, yeah. Neil Young, these are important artists that we all know and love and grew yeah. up with. But I was sort of looking for things beyond the charts, and this is what Ty sort of a gift mm-hmm. that Ty gave me. He said to look beyond, and and if you do, you're going to find some really interesting music. Um, then I started finding in, in indigenous artists uh, recordings and yeah. uh, different First Nations and Métis and Inuit uh, artists who recorded music. But I, I would get in my car and start driving across the land and and going to different communities and. And in, when you'd go to a different community, you would find music that, that only really was local music that didn't really get rate national radio play or coast-to-coast radio play. Yeah. And people would tell you probably, like, the locals would be like, oh, here's this artist, he's our local, you know, or my uncle was yeah. Uh, yeah. famous oh, here, yeah. you know. Definitely connecting with people is a big part of that, so... I, I found all sorts of incredible recordings, and, and some of these were, were ended up being featured on Native North America. I guess in 2004, I started a collaboration working with Light in the Attic on sharing some of these old recordings that I had found. And I've worked with all different styles of music and artists around the world. But mm. what, what I found by traveling across Canada and finding these records, that it really it, it taught me about things I didn't know about yeah. Canada mm-hmm. and growing up as a person of settler immigrant heritage here mm-hmm. and and I learned about the things I didn't through the recordings through the songs and then by connecting with the artists especially the indigenous artists mm-hmm. and the, you know the First Nations Métis and Inuit artists I started learning more about the true history of the land that I was born on people are still uh, learning about this history and things that through colonization and colonialism we weren't taught in school and mm-hmm. and the systemic things in place that keep this information away from you know people that can that care about other people and want you know want the world that we live in to be a better place and a fairer place and a more equal place yeah. the idea of this uh, uh, series native north america to light in the attic and around 2010 mm-hmm. saying I've, I've collected all these incredible recordings and i'd like to do a compilation of indigenous folk rock and country album from the uh, from the six music from the sixties, seventies, and eighties. That mm-hmm. was a really decisive era in music around the yeah. world. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, the native artists were making some of the most powerful, incredible music that I had ever heard. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to find out information in in the books, in the histories, or online about them. So I started to reach out to them. 
uh, one by one, and, wow. and 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 on the phone mostly because I was contacting even for the first time talking to people from um, Nunavik, the yeah. Salouet, the, mm-hmm. the smaller communities. What, I'm just curious now because it's family, but you know. Um, when I listened to Sagluk, uh, they're called Salut Ban now, I actually started singing on stage uh, as a, co- a chorist, as a back vocalist. It was for my uncle's legendary band. I was like, oh my God, mm. I hit the, I'm famous now, you know? So it was pretty crazy because my uncle was a Inutitut school teacher then and he would be like, I was a teenager and he's like, I'm always, I was always singing. Either I'm very shy or I sing. It's one or the other. Um, and he's like, you know what? We have a tour. Uh, one of our uh, uh, chorus, like back vocal singer can't do it she's an older woman and i was like oh my god wow i was like such a nerd i was like yes so they kind of hired me for a few gigs and that's how it became uh that's kind of where i found my my voice i guess in a way and um so every time they would do i didn't know or uh fall away which are their rock and roll songs that you included in the compilation um that people would go on the dance floor and it'd be like in the 70s these kids in um churchill manitoba uh residential schools it was the music they would listen to and when these bands um played these songs that it's it's like reminiscing their um i don't know teenage years when they're you know sent away from their home so for me seeing yes. older much older people back then you know people in their 50s were old right for me so i'd s- mm-hmm. see these middle-aged people dancing away to my uncle's songs uh, rock and roll songs and i could just tell they're no longer parents they are teenagers dancing it's so so beautiful and it's up to now it still moves me and i and i want to cry even though it's rock and roll songs just because there's a <laughs> story so what what do you think when you f- first heard these rock and roll songs by by any oh. band like Sagaluk? it it was really interesting so i found so the Sagaluk recorded two um, seven-inch singles. I guess you call them EPs, extended plays. So they have four four songs, I believe, on one of these seven-inch yeah. size vinyl. And uh, I didn't. I found it in Vancouver at a record show. So wow. they have these maybe these, these uh, gatherings where collectors and dealers of records they come together in a gymnasium and they all set up tables oh and they swap God. and sell records. So yes. I found a, I saw the CBC logo. Yeah on the record and I grew up watching and listening to the CBC mm-hmm. so it caught my eye and then I, I saw the name Sugluck maybe I didn't even know how to pronounce it yeah. and I looked I looked at the song titles and some were in English and some uh, in Fall Away yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. know. And, and are you not a Yeah, that's such a beautiful song. Yeah, so I, I love really that know, song. I yeah. didn't know what it was like I didn't so I, but it was. I think the price was ten dollars, and I, t- I, I paid the, I paid the fellow, and uh, it was in good condition because you don't want to buy records that are all scratchy. You want to listen to it without the clicks and pops. And I, I brought it home. I put the needle. I put it on the turntable, and I put the needle on the arm to the to the record, and I hear this huge drum, this drum fill <laughs> that I think uh, Sandy might have played or yeah. Willie. Oh, uh, Willie, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and and it, it and I it was like you had to pick me up off the floor because <laughs> yeah. I, I fell down because the rock was so heavy. Right? <laughs> like it, was, it was beautiful, beautiful rock and roll. Then oh, I was like, yeah. okay, well, who who are these people? And I tried to look. I think on the on the label it just says the initial, like um, T Papigatuk uh, or mm. or G uh, Hakayak. And yeah. then I I was like, I was like, who are these people? I didn't know where they were from. I didn't know who was making this incredible music. So I looked on. I think what I would have done would would be to go online and type in the information. And I and I. It maybe took me a while to figure out because there wasn't, I couldn't find out information about the group online. Um, but over time, I started to do more research and found that there were, the CBC had an initiative yeah. to record in the 70, 1970s to record native talent from across Turtle Island, the northern half That's of Turtle amazing. Island. So we have to love CBC for that. I mean, I will, n I yeah. went to actually the basement of CBC Radio Canada here in. Montreal and I found Itulu Animeok and I found some like really like I couldn't actually get the vinyls but of course William Tagunak and yes. it's it's pretty amazing like this was a beautiful initiative so I guess you found a lot of CBC recordings in, in the songs that you picked for the compilation yeah they're on Native North America there's 34 songs mm -hmm. and I think there's I think there's 12 12 or 13 maybe 14 that of the of the 34 Amazing. that were were recorded by the CBC back in the set 1970s or 80s um, and they I guess at the time uh, many of these records they weren't sold in stores they were just for for radio broadcast play we can't have so, them we don't have these songs we would hear them you know when we were younger but they just disappeared so a lot of us don't have access to this music like that's why it's amazing to hear uh like a spirit child back that we 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 can order it you know um light yeah. light in the attic has it um Willie Dunn, um, it's 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 pretty amazing your work for this because they need to be heard by, you know, a lot of young people, uh, indigenous people don't even have access to z these music yet. It's still, you know, we're still working to make sure that they are being heard. That's why I was, for me, um, when we talk about Willie, um, Kevin, I was going through mm. uh, some, my postpartum depression or my spirit was needed uplifting and it was you know low and I felt kind of lost uh, with my after my second baby and mm. I started listening to this compilation and I realized and I started listening to Willie Thrasher again spirit child and I felt like my spirit was being you know slowly being soothed 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 I don't know if you can yeah, say that, yeah, but yeah. I felt like yeah, Willie's yeah. music was carrying me and it was allowing me to to really feel things that m I may have forgotten when I left the North uh, over 20 years ago now. And I felt like it was taking me back to my the source, you know, where I need to be. And I really feel, uh, anyway, it was much cheaper than uh, psychologists. But Willie's music, Spirit Child album, is huge foundation for probably not just my last album the ballad of the runaway girl uh but mm. the next music i'm going to be doing probably because it allowed me to f truly 
reconnect with who I really or, or who I am, you know, as an Inuk, Inuk girl and as an Inuk woman. And yeah, Willie's music is very, 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 very. I can't listen to his music uh, without crying yet. I haven't, you know, <laughs> yeah, I still, I'm still not there. One day I will, but I still, I, ha I still have tears when I listen to, I don't know, Eskimo name, Johnny, you know, like I yeah. cannot listen to it without getting super emotional. It's just, I don't know. It's one of those albums that's really, really, really powerful for me. Um, of course, my uncle's band too, you know, music. But uh, yeah, Willie yeah. has been very, yeah. So Wolves Don't Live by the Rules is definitely. Um, I make sure that I get to play it everywhere I go, so the money, you know, at least can go to Willie yeah. because I mean, yeah. Willie's needs needs to be known. Same thing for Willie Mitchell. Same thing for Willie Dunn. So tell me a little bit more about um, maybe before talking about Willie Dunn's um, your next project. Talk about yeah. uh, your you, how when you met Willie Willie Thrasher. Yes, of course. Of course. Well, it's like it it it, it is like just sort of continue on what you mm -hmm. were sharing. And thank you mm -hmm. for sharing that. It, it's. It is very emotional music, and and what you know, you know, when you mm -hmm. listen to the music of Willie Thrasher, that he put his life experience, his heart and soul, his stories of growing up in, in the Inuvik area, born in the Klavik, and it's it's in his family life and his heritage, and it, it's uh, it is very emotional music, and and I and I, and Willie should be known better, and thank you very much for for helping to raise awareness about Willie through his songs and. And, uh, you know, I thought it was really important when when I was compiling this album and it was coming together and it took years of work to do all the interviews with the artists and collect collect the photos that we share in the packaging and, and to make sure it sounded as good as it can with the audio mastering. And, um, you know, one by one I was reaching out to the artist. And, and with Willie, yeah. it, it maybe I think I saw a YouTube video of his that he, he does busking in the community there, where yeah. he lives in Nanaimo That's on Vancouver amazing. Island. Willie performs today with his singing partner, Linda Saddleback. Exactly. Who, and, and, and they go up there. They're real ambassadors for, well, Willie's not only an ambassador for his you know, Inuvialuit uh, culture, mm. but also of the town of Nanaimo where they've lived for many years and, mm. and people, all everyone in the community knows them. And mm. it was great. We met for the first time. They took the ferry over to the city um, and we met in the park and the, they call Stanley Park and uh, we connected, we just talked and it was exciting because I guess when I first called Willie, like when I called um, George and when I talked to Willie Mitchell and Willie Dunn and all the artists that were still with us, uh, uh, I reached out to them and to thank them for the music that affected me in a really meaningful way, even as a, a non-native person of settler immigrant heritage. and. And to thank them and to ask the, you know, to tell me please if you would tell me more and and, and everyone was very kind to me and mm -hmm. appreciative of my interest and 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 we're open to have the music shared through this but willie was great and and i i had his whole album the spirit child album as well and i just thought it was fantastic wow so i'm working right now working on one of an out his follow-up to spirit child was called indian inuit country and it was released in 1984 on the only on cassette. 
So through my initiative and the collaborate, it's a collaboration with Willie uh, that we'll be putting out this album uh, digitally in the fall, and and we'll be doing a pre-order for like a physical, a limited vinyl run for people that still like the vinyl. Yes. But no, Willie Willie's a force of nature. He's, he's oh my such goodness. a he has an incredible sense of humor. And oh. he's he's a, a great storyteller. So we we became good friends, and then through the project, like I realized that like yeah, Willie Thrasher, he's still writing, performing, and he's mm. writing some of the best songs that he ever wrote. Like mm. Native North America features songs from his Spirit Child from the early '80s, 1981, I believe it was released. But in today, and even today, right now, he's oh, writing yes. songs every day. Yeah. He has a beautiful new song called "The Sacred Fire of Peace" that should be broadcast everywhere mm-hmm. people should know yeah. know this music but i thought it was important i didn't want native north america just to be a record in the shop goodness uh, so tell me a little bit more just before a uh, very quickly maybe a little um introduction to who willie thrasher is like w- i know you talked about he's from Inuvialuit, and what what was his childhood like uh, like where you know i think it, oh. it's important for people to kind of understand where oh. he's from and Of course, I can tell you a little bit, but I I know that Willie would love to tell you this himself. So, mm-hmm. from what he's told me over the years, that well, he was born in Aklavik in the Northwest Territory region. Um, he grew up in a large family. There was, tw- I believe, over 20 children in his immediate family, and it was, you know, it was incredible. And they were living on the land in the northern regions and. Uh, there was different hunting and gathering happening, but it, at five, and he was speaking his traditional Inuvialuit language, And but at five he was uh, taken from his family and sent to a series of residential schools. And, you know, I don't need to say any more on that, no. but it's uh, that's, um, uh, I don't know how, you know, everyone had the strength to, you know, Survive to thrive and survive through that experience. Unfortunately, so many were lost. But but Willie, uh, music became in his teenage years. It became a way for him to reconnect with his heritage. He tells a story where he was at a dance where his his band in the 1960s they were called the Cordells. They were performing, and he said an old uh, he said an old white man came up to him at the dance and said. You know, I love this music you're playing. They're doing covers of Creedence Clearwater and mm-hmm. and the Beatles and the Kinks. And he said, "Well, why don't you write songs about your your people and your heritage?" And and that message really hit home with Willie. Yeah. And you know, he he was forbidden to practice his culture and learn more about these things. But but with the advice from that that old man that Willie talks about, um, that he 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 started digging in and connecting with different family members and elders and learning. Uh, re- relearning things about his, you know the traditional ways, and and he put that into his songs. So when you listen to Spirit Child, he's he's talking about the this connection and and the losses that he faced, but also this beautiful reconnection with the, with his uh, his heritage and his peoples. And in in it's undeniable in the songs in a song like Spirit Child or. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. He is so, he has such energy. He has such resilience. I mean, his life wasn't easy, you know, as he told me. Like, he knew of Montreal, the the street, and, you know, like, he's had many, I think, many lives. But it's so beautiful to see him with his partner and just really, I don't know, so inspirational. And I, I every time I, I think of him as a five-year-old, you know, leaving home not knowing what you know what's gonna happen and 
I have children and my 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 boy is six now and I, I can't imagine I, I always tear up just because he's force of life he's just you know he's so inspirational so yeah a lot of these artists are you know it's it's important you know we always talk about how you know non-natives uh, with you know non-indigenous and indigenous people have to dialogue and and share but I think it's the kind of way that you do it you know acknowledging and and not just be like well you know what i'm gonna be this guy who's gonna help everybody because everybody needs my help it's not that's not the way to do it i think you are passionate they moved you and you just want to share these and make it accessible and i think it's you've done amazing uh we're really i'm really happy to know you and i know willie is very very happy to know you and linda over in um, nanaimo i'm gonna try to reach out to them that would be the next uh, the next step uh, right here in this beautiful interview thanks. Um, you know, i just want to give thanks to everybody that you know this inspired me and thank you for making my life a better place and teaching me more about the land that I grew on, uh, grew up on, and it's it's been such an honor, and I'm gonna you know carry this throughout my life and and keep letting people know about these important artists. Nakome Morello, Kevin House. My best to you and your family, Lissipi, and thanks mm. to all the listeners out there for, yeah. for taking the time, and uh, we'll all connect down the road. Oh, thank you so much. It was really lovely talking to you, Nakome. Likewise, thanks, Lissipi. Okay. Bye. Hi, is this Willie? Yes. Hi, Willie. It's Elisapi. How are you? I'm calling you all the way from Montreal. Oh, hi. How are you? Ah, I'm very good. I'm so happy to be talking I, to you. I, I, I just finished playing for a whole bunch of tours. So nice. That's I'm just taking a break now. Yes, yes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So how's everything uh, oh, everything's good. It's been a little crazy, you know, like with the pandemic and all. So it's been a little challenging. How about you? Yes. Like, how's the health? How's 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 the family? Good, okay. really good. Amazing. I was just speaking. I've I've been busy, uh, you know. Um, uh, really, I've been on the road a lot, so it's nice to be back home. Yeah. I I, I may need a little getaway just so I can, you know find my myself again maybe start writing new songs but i kind of need to clear my mind a little bit but i've i've been i've been good and i've been loving touring singing your your songs and talking about you and yeah it's been it's always amazing uh-huh. people are very moved i've always said to you how people love your songs and i love your songs you changed yeah. you know my life so much uh, my musical life i think you've been uh, uh, such a huge influence uh, that's why i'm doing this podcast for uh, spotify and i had a chat with uh, with kevin house to talk about the compilation and the new projects your new album reissued um, coming out in the next few months i guess and he's really yeah. excited i needed to talk to him because you know he's done beautiful work to really uh, get people to know these amazing artists like you. So I yeah. just told him I'm gonna give Willie a quick call, and he was like, he might be busy, but even if it's five minutes, I just wanted to 
you know, share, you know. Yeah, I'm glad you called, um, though. But, yeah, you are doing amazing work. You're just just inspiring person, really. And I want to come out and, and visit you in Nanaimo. Uh-huh. Well, I, I wanted to know more about so many things, uh, Willie. You know, we we always talk about the past. I think it's yes. sometimes we tend to talk about the past too much because right now what's happening now and the future is so exciting, you know. Uh, maybe yes. because you did this album uh, Spirit Child in, in 81, so we tend to kind of want to go back. But I think it's it's important for people, for me anyway, to, to know for people to know that you are there and very much alive and still making music, you know? So I'm going to yeah. make sure people yeah. hear your new music too, you know? And, and the brand new song that's going to be introduced right now, I think it's better than uh, better than any song I've ever written. Oh, amazing. It's called uh, Sacred Fire. Yeah, I want to hear, I can't wait to hear that, Willie. Yeah, okay then. Mm. Nakormi Mare Alok. Yeah. Nakormi, hope to see you soon, Willie. Yeah, and I thought we'd meet again. Thank you very much for calling. Nasugu. Thanks for answering. Okay, thank you. No no worries. And wolves don't live by the rules. Oh, no, no, they don't. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Yeah. Okay, bye. That was a lovely chat, and hopefully, you stay tuned for next episode of Indigenous. I'm Elisa P. And producing and sound engineering, Josh Toll.